Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Señora, Pero No Tanto. We would like to start off with thanking everyone for all the positive feedback on our first episode. Today, we have a special guest, Alicia. She is my neighbor. Woohoo, Alicia. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Alicia. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a family dynamic and upbringing in a big or small family and just raising our children differently than we did, you know, so. So, Alicia, so um, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, you and your husband, like where um, you guys are two different cultures and mm-hmm. yeah so um my name so it's funny I was having this conversation with someone today I'm Alicia Fulton as a maiden and then as soon as I got married Alicia Gonzalez became my new name and um I'm Mexican by marriage and um so my husband comes from a family of three I come from a family of two. I my heritage is Jewish, Hungarian, Israeli, and his is Mexican. He is from Guanajuato, I believe I pronounced that name right. Um, and uh, so yes, two completely different cultures, um, two completely different upbringings. He was spent some of his childhood in Mexico and then came to the U.S. and I was born and raised in Northern California. So, um, and we only have one child. Uh, He's the eldest son in his family, which um, I think carries kind of a different level of responsibility in terms of the cultural aspect, at least what I've seen. Um, And then he has a younger sister who is only about two years younger than him. And then they, they have a younger brother who's significantly younger. Um, I think, what is it? Like 15 years about between them. So, and he, it's a boy and he's the baby in the family. So, um, yeah, that's, and then, yeah, with us only having one child, you know, we stayed on the smaller side of the family aspect of things. Um, I know when we got married, you know, his, he was raised Catholic and, um, my mother is Jewish and it's passed along the matriarchal line, but we were not, we didn't practice because my father um, doesn't believe he's an atheist. And so we didn't really have religion growing up. I had some exposure with my aunt, my father's sister. Um, my father has siblings. My mother is an only child. So um My father has a biological sister and I believe two half siblings. So there's four children there. Um, um, You know, when we were going to get married, 
my husband's mother, my mother-in-law, uh, asked if we would be getting married in a church and he said, no. And, um, you know, I'm sure she had her feelings about that. I wasn't, I didn't talk to her about it though. Um, and, uh, she, and then when we had a, our daughter, you know, the, the, you know, baptism came up and we have chosen not to baptize her. Um, we would like her to choose her own path in that. And, um, just because we don't want to force it on her and, um, we have a spiritual practice of our own and we believe, you know, what we believe. And, um, then the other thing, I think my husband, you know, the, I'm, I'm not quoting him, but it was something along the lines of if we're forcing our daughter into this or we're, you know, requiring her this of her, then it, it's and she's not just because this is what his family wants or whatever, then it, it feels disrespectful, I think, to the religion itself in the sense that um, we want it to be something that's meaningful for her and that she identifies with and um, that, that she has a connection to. Um, I probably don't do the best job of, you know, sharing my heritage with her. I don't have a whole lot of knowledge of it and um, but there's still time. So there's that. Um, I do know as well um, that my, you know, my mother-in-law has said that she says a rosary for us every single day, each one of us. Um, and, um, you know, that aspect, I, there's the language barrier in the family. There's, um, you know, my, my sister-in-law, my niece, and my brother-in-law all speak fluent English and Spanish. And so I can easily communicate with them. I am not bilingual. Um, I wish I was, and I can still change that now. It's just not as easy. And it's funny because Zoe is exceptionally good eared, like her ear for Spanish is really, really good. And, um, we, she took Spanish classes when she was little and I would go with her and I would say things and she would say I was pronouncing them wrong and I couldn't tell, like it didn't sound different to me and she could tell. She's like, no, you're not pronouncing it right, mom. And she calls me out on it too. Um, and I understand a lot of Spanish, but I don't have confidence in speaking Spanish. And so I'm really lucky that the family is not judgmental of me and they're very kind and very patient and we do our best to communicate. I do wish that I spoke more Spanish so that I could have better conversations. And because I know that my daughter would be bilingual if I was. Um, in our household, my husband diverts mostly to speaking English with us because it's just the easiest thing. So that's kind of our dynamic and our household. Um, I know too, it was very interesting when my mother-in-law was here visiting the last time and we were talking about um, the subject of mental health and it came up um, that I'm on medication for 
um, I struggle with feelings of depression and anxiety. And I told her that they were helping me. And she said her, she said that it would probably be a good idea for me to go see a priest and um, to pray and um, those kinds of things. And so it's, it's just a different, different. Don't believe a lot of Hispanic people don't believe in mental health. It's not a thing. Yeah. And so, and I respect that. And, you know, if the conversation, you know, I, I don't disrespect it and Hey, trust me, I do enough. I pray and meditate and do it all. And, you know, like try to turn it over to a power greater than myself. So, you know, there, I do understand that, you know, and um, so, you know, I don't, and I'm always open to new ideas. So <laughs> that's, that's where our family is at. And, it feels pretty inclusive. There is a different dynamic between, you know, my, my parents and his, and my husband, my father and my husband get along really, really well. Um, sorry. Um, and then, but my mother and my husband don't get along the greatest, um, which is very interesting because my mother is married to a Mexican as well. How does that work though? I mean, I'm kind of curious. Because your husband is Mexican and her husband is Mexican, but she doesn't get along with your husband. Like, what difference? Like, what? What? Am I making any sense? <laughs> no, I, I, I understand the path you're trying to take the conversation. I really do. I don't know what the difference is because there is, and please, I'm, I mean, no disrespect. There's like, there is a way in which the male role within a Mexican family is right. And how boys are raised differently within the cultures. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, my, my mother's husband was not raised in Mexico, which I don't think that means anything really. He was in Canada and I don't know his full story, but, um, you know, it's, I don't know it because she, it, it is interesting because she does have a lot of understanding of just the dynamic there. And, you know, he comes from a very large family and things like that. So I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's weird. Like, it is like, weird. It's like, you want to make it like you're trying to understand, but at the same time, it's kind of like, but why not? like why can't you right yeah and it is you know like there are times where I've gone over you know Jenny is you know I consider you my neighbor and my friend and you know like I've I'll be like you know there's like this going on within the family right like Mm -hmm. um his family communicates different than my family does right like our boundaries pretty much suck in my family. Like we talk about everything with each other that we probably shouldn't. And, um, you know, those kinds of things. And then on, in his family, I feel like there's not as much communication going on, you know, and, or each relationship with each child in the family is very different or those kinds of things. And, and I'll be like, Jenny, I don't understand. You know, like, and Jenny comes from a larger family too. And, you know, like, so I'm always like, 
help me understand, <laughs> you know, like I have a question for you girls though, on the, the, uh, for family and mm-hmm. terms of you two. I mean, we're all moms here. I'm the only one who only has one child, but, and you both are in relationships with men that are f- Mexican, correct? Yes. Yeah. Do you find that you guys have similar parenting styles? Because our parenting styles are very different. No. Oh. No. Like Jenny and I have, like, like if Jenny and I have similar parenting styles? No, or like you and your viejo. No, you and your... Oh, heck no. Well, <laughs> um... Uh, okay, so I'm home because I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I stay with them, you know. Mm-hmm. So he comes home from work. He's home for, like, four hours with them tops, and then they, you know, we have dinner, get ready for bed, and then they go to bed. When it comes to, like, disciplining them, I don't like it when it comes from him. And that's where we bump heads because he's like, oh, you, I'm a yeller. I yell at my kids. And so he's like, oh, you can yell at them, but I can't yell at them. And it's like, well, no, because you're not here majority of the day. Like, I'd rather them be scared of me than be scared of the both of us because they don't see you as much as they see me. You know, you're home for a couple hours or whatever. And then to hear to have them hear you be irritated and annoyed or yelling or whatever, it just it kind of I don't like it. That's just me. Yeah. Um, Same with Manny. I mean, I work part-time and I'm home part-time. But I'm more with the kids than Manny is. And when he, when I can't deal with it anymore and I'm like over their shit, I call him and I tell him, dude, do something. Talk to them. Talk to them. Those were my keywords. Talk to them. He yells. Yeah. And it's like, no. And he's like, well, I'm their dad. I could do it. I was like, yes. But are you home with them all the time? Uh, no. That starts the whole thing, too, when he's like the same thing. They're my kids, too. I can't yell, but you can yell. And I'm just like, absolutely. Because, like I said, you're not here. And then also, like. That's where we bump heads too in our our relationship because he gets home and I'm pissed off. I'm irritated. My patience has been knocked off to the max. And like he gets home and he was like, well, you're always grumpy and you never want to do this. And it's like, not like we do anything anyways, but it's like, I'm irritated. But the moment he walks in, just by watching him walk in, I'm irritated again. Because it's like, oh, now you're going to irritate me because you're not going to do your part in regards of not yelling at the kids and being patient. And then that's, again, where we bump heads again because he's home for like an hour and he's already annoyed to the fucking max with the kids. Like he's irritated, like he can't. And it's like, okay, I've while you've been at work, I've been dealing with all of that and you expect me to not feel pissed off annoyed irritated you get your to me i feel like he has like time off i guess like he gets adult interaction he gets to he doesn't i told him that like you need to appreciate me because if it wasn't for me you would not be working the way you're working 
Yeah, no. I just feel like if if it wasn't for everything that I do when I stay home with them, he wouldn't work the way that he works. He works Monday to Monday. Like he barely has any time off. Okay, I'm I'm lucky. I'm lucky enough to have Manny on the weekend. <laughs> and I mean, as I like to work out, he does too. He gets he gets home around five five thirty ish, depending how quickly he finishes work and then he'll be home for like an hour and then he'll leave for two sometimes two and a half at the gym then comes home by the time he comes home it's already like the kids already had dinner they're already showered and they're heading to bed but now that it's summer yes they'll obviously like my kids stay up until two in the morning playing video games it's summer they're not going to school it's fine i don't care you know, it's their and last as long as week. I could sleep because I have to go to work in the morning, I'm fine with it. But I mean, on the weekends, I could really say that he does. He he stays with them as I go to the gym in the morning on Saturday mornings at 815 and I'm home by 10, 11, <laughs> depending. Then he'll go to the gym. So he's with them that in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Polini's afterwards. That's go for Moses. <laughs> See, I don't really have time off. Like I don't, you know, really do much to myself for myself. Cause even if I do go do something, it's kind of like, when are you coming home? Well, it shouldn't have taken you this long. And it's just like, yo, I might have gone around Target five times already. Leave me alone. Like, I'll get home whenever I get home. Like, mm -hmm. this is my time. And sometimes, honestly, I just rather sit in my car and just fucking sit and <laughs> just put my fucking seat back and just sit. My 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 happy place or my, my place of, and my sister-in-law knows this, I spend a lot of my time in my car if I can like if the kids we get home and the kids are sleeping okay we're staying in the car cool I I like being in my car even sometimes when we like have arguments or whatever and I don't want to be in the same fucking roof I go and I sit in my car and just decompress in my car I guess but yeah sanctuary <laughs> yes yeah because mom's the silence we really appreciate the silence Yes, definitely me that works with children and then come home to more children. <laughs> but see, you 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 work with little kids. Your kids my kids are older, yeah. They're older. Yeah. Also, the parenting with I feel like sometimes I do get ju not judged. I don't know if it's the right word. Like the way that I <laughs> if we're out like at my mother-in-law's per se and we're over there and he says something to the kids I'll be like uh-uh don't and then somebody else comes and tells me like oh well I don't like that you do that because you like you diminish his parenting and I'm just like oh, I don't care what you say because it's us we're the parents I don't care which sometimes maybe it's not good that I kind of don't allow him to parent but I'm stubborn and I don't, I just don't like it. I feel like if I'm the, I can be the only one to yell at my kids. 
You see, I'm the other way around. If my kids are being destructive and my mom does not like it, and my mom yells at my kids, go for it. Your grandma, do do your thing. But then right after she yells at them, what does she do? She goes up to them. But you know, I love you. And gives them mm. whatever they want. And it's like, no woman, you're it supposed defeats to just the purpose. stick to your guns and just be like, no. And yeah. So yeah, no, it's, I don't know. I could honestly say that if it's my mom or my dad, they could go ahead and yell at my kids. I don't, I don't care. My mom could go ahead and yell at my kids. My dad could go ahead and yell at my kids. I don't care. Um, my two Ooh, little I didn't sisters mean that i mean like they could say something to them and you know just like like for example my my youngest she's a brat and <laughs> she's walking by. she's walking right by <laughs> <laughs> but she's a brat she's the biggest the biggest brat she's the most brat than my other two so when it comes to my mom and my dad and my two younger sisters, she gets whatever the fu- the whatever the hell she wants. And my little my sister Vere, that's her godmother, so that's her Nina. And my sister, she always goes to her, tries to give her kisses and you know hug her. And my daughter hates being touched and hugged and whatnot. And it's when she wants it, not when you want it. And my sister like gets that. upset and goes, I'm not going to buy you anything anymore. And so my daughter goes, okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, my sisters are like, oh, here, look what I bought you. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? No, that, 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 no, you tell her no more, no more, no more. <laughs> or if my daughter's just being a completely brat and not listening, she tells me, like, my sister would tell me, I'm going to beat her ass. Me la guachingar. And I'm like, then do it. Don't tell me. Do it. If she's talking back, tell her, don't talk back to me. I'm your Nina. I'm older than you. You respect me. So she just says, I'm going to smack you. And never does it. And it's like, dude, come on. So, yeah. yeah I don't know. Well, what I, what I meant was like when Danny yells at them. Like what I meant was when like Danny yells at them mm. and in front of like whoever my brother-in-law my sister-in-law whatever and i'm like don't do that and that's when (laughs) they come and tell me like oh you shouldn't do that because you're like like the the kids are not gonna take him serious and this and this and that but it's like he's not around enough in my in my eyes or whatever but um in regards of like my mom yelling at them and stuff like that like it doesn't really bug me because they don't really see her as much either and i can i it does bug me sometimes where she's like they don't no se están quietos like they just can't sit down they're always running like okay but then sometimes children they do but sometimes they take it over the top but then again i understand that you know daniela has adhd and max has autism and it's not like they're not your average kids but too like with my with my sister-in-laws sometimes like they'll raise their voice at them but it's like your kids are behaving the same fucking way and i don't see you yelling at your kids so then I come in and it's like, yo, listen to your mom. And it's like, okay, are they going to say something to me? Because I'm saying something to their kids and they don't really say anything. I don't know if that makes sense. I just don't like when people tell my kids what to do. But when their kids are doing the same shit and they don't say anything to them, I think that's where it bugs me. I feel like, and I don't, again, I only have one child. And so I don't, this isn't 
comparison. It's just a different situation. Like one is not better than the other. I just, but at the same time, having only one child and within both families, right? Like in my family, um, it's my mother's first and only grandchild that's blood related. Right. So heaven and earth is like, my child is like the sun, the moon, everything to my mom. Right. And my mom respects, you know, she'll ask me if, you know, she can do X, Y, or Z with my daughter. And, you know, like I said, you know, you get to say no to her. You don't have to get her everything that she asks for. You don't have to do everything she asks for. It's okay to say no, you know? Um, And like with my father, he doesn't spend as much time with my, with Zoe as my mom does, but they have a beautiful relationship as well. Zoe has an amazing relationship with my mother's husband. Um, My husband's family lives in Los Angeles, so we don't get to see them as much. Um, And my, my sister lives in Texas. And so she doesn't get to see the, you know, those relatives as often. And um, it's just very interesting. Like my sister is not a parent. And so she doesn't, (laughs) always it's just a very interesting dynamic to watch her and with my daughter and like the things that she does and doesn't understand about like it used to be this my sister used to live in San Francisco and you know when Zoe was a baby she hated being in the car and my you know my sister complained about us never coming to visit her and it's like well you don't understand it's like you know, 45 minutes to an hour to get there. You live in the marina. You can drive around there for like a half an hour trying to find parking. Then we spend a short amount of time visiting you. And then we have to get back in the car, spend another hour. She's a baby, you know, like, and it it just, that dynamic of her not understanding what it's like to be a parent became very frustrating for both sides, (laughs) you know, like, and now it's even you know, when my sister comes to visit, she's a single woman, not married, doesn't have children. And the, and her world is about her. Mm-hmm. And so when she comes to visit, it's still kind of about her, you know, and not like, what does Zoe want to do? And those kinds of the things. So it's interesting. Whereas with my husband's family, my in-laws, when we've, when they come here, when we go there, it is all about Zoe, you know, and like my mother-in-law, Mikasa is su casa, you know, like very inviting, does everything that they, you know, can to make us the most comfortable we can be, um, cooks, you know, just all the things. And, you know, my sister-in-law basically, you know, raised my niece so she has a really good understanding of and you know and she raised her younger brother you know because they were so you know he was a baby she was a teenager like they you know and so she has this level of understanding of what it's like to be a parent and she like talks to Zoe and plays with Zoe and you know they just love on her and it's just and you know she's the only you know the second grandbaby in the family so I don't know. I think I'm, we're really fortunate in that sense, you know, that, that, you know, but we don't, it's interesting too, because 
like with my family, them being here, Zoe has like these really close relationships with them. Whereas with my in-laws who absolutely adore her, it's harder for us to stay connected. We don't call them all the time. We don't, you know, even like, you know, Zoe calls my mom, you know, on a regular basis. It's just an interesting thing to see unfold, I guess, you know, so. No, yeah, I get that. Like, I'm the fourth one out of six girls. And the first one has four kids. The ages from them range from 14 to three, two, three, three. three. <laughs> Holy crap. And then the second one has four kids as well. She has a nine, a 20 year old. She's going to be 20. And then her youngest just turned Yes, um, my sisters decided all at the same time almost to get pregnant. It's crazy. And then my third sister, she has two kids, a 17-year-old and a 8-year-old. Yes. And then it's me that has the three kids. They're 17, 13, and 8. And then it's the littlest has the two-year-old that he's gonna be two on the 20th of august and he's the one that lives used to used to live with my parents and it's been a week that they moved out and yeah and he he was like the center of attention and he's like oh my god the baby but the thing is that he's the only actual blood grandchild for my dad and I understand why he's like oh my god the golden child kind of thing yeah which I mean I don't first biological grandkid yeah and it's awesome that's fine that's great you know my my dad still looks at my kids as his grandkids including my daughter the oldest and you know I think I could say that's what I love about our family that we don't use the term half siblings or step siblings or you know that or anything like that it's we're family and that's that that's my sister that's my dad that's my cousin that's my grandchild like that's that but when it comes to all of us getting together my mom's like get the fuck out of my house there's, there's too many of same you same with with daniel's family too because there's five five siblings <clears throat> in the in total i think it's 10 biological grandkids plus two bonus grandkids so the oldest one has three i think she's either 12 the oldest is 12 i think is she 12 11 12 the other one is either 10 or 11 and then the youngest one is three then his next sister um she has a bonus child um from her her marriage right now um then there's his older brother there's two plus a bonus that uh 
the bonus one is 21 already 21 um the next one is daniela's age i think he's about to turn seven and then the youngest one will be one in november and then then there's my husband who has three one from a previous 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 relationship and then both my kids and then the little one has two i hope i didn't miss his family <laughs> listen the total of grand with great grandkids is a lot you know it's a lot because his grandma had his grandma had how many kids are there <laughs> so there's my mother-in-law oh my god i think i'm gonna bust my head just trying to figure it out just scribbling. are you Hold writing on. this down yes because it's, <laughs> i have to write, write it down, write it down. To down. like you hella tell like you're like trying to think as you write <laughs> i'm telling you like her like, family okay. tree she's writing out her literally <laughs> dude <laughs> we're gonna have to put this shit, oh, shit. i'm literally trying to like family tree so it's my mother-in-law Okay, hold on. Okay, my mother-in-law. I don't know that. I don't know like who's older or whatever. I know my mother-in-law is the oldest, and I know the youngest is thirty-five. I believe her youngest sibling is thirty-five. Yes, my mother-in-law just turned sixty. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Holy moly. Hold on. Technically, at this point, I could be her damn kid. It's so it's it's I think it's cool. The fact that my mother-in-law was pregnant with Danny when her mom was pregnant with the youngest one. Oh hell no. That's, That's where I'm like, uh I mm, either you're I'm at that point where either I'm too young to have a freaking kid or you're too old to have a freaking kid like that i mean okay i do see that it's cool because yeah an uncle and a nephew could you know or an aunt or whatever they could hang and you know grow up together and their their relationship will be more than just aunt and uncle or whatnot right that's that's totally cool whatever but then at the same time i'm like Mm, it's like me being pregnant with Athena and my mom having another kid at the same time. That's fucking I think it. That's, I, I feel like it, it is crazy, but I think it's cool. And I to me, it's a blessing what a woman's body can do. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I thought it was cool. That's pretty amazing, too, though. I mean, that they can share that experience, I guess. I mean, at the same time and be support to one another. I mean, my mom can support me at you know, when I was pregnant, it's not like she doesn't know what it was like to be pregnant, but her and I weren't pregnant together. Um, and it's interesting because you bring up with bigger families, you know, like, I think that's one of the things that interestingly enough, like that, the family, the stories of the family, the, those things that I saw in my husband's family were, are really important to me, but yet I still don't do them. Like, I don't, you know, like it, I love the idea of it, but I haven't pursued it myself. So that's on me. But I do, there are those times, like my sister and I, we don't get along super well. We're very close in age. 
We're only 18 months apart. We argue constantly, just like we were when we were younger. Um, and I mean, it's gotten better a little bit, but it's still like we get back together. Like, and I swear to God, a line my husband actually said when we were all in the car together, do I need to pull this car over and let girls out, you know, like, and we're grown ass adults, you know, um, my husband has a wonderful relationship with my sister. Um, but, you know, I do think about the fact that Zoe will be, she's an only child, you know, and when we get older and things like that, and she's not going to have siblings to share this, you know, anything with she's it. Right. And I don't know, sometimes that makes me sad, but I also know my limits as a parent and know that, you know, you never know her growing up. She might want to have a lot of kids. Yeah. She or might. It could be where she's like, I don't want any. <laughs> and where she doesn't want any. Right. Like, yeah. I- the fact that like my mom had, you know, when my mom was young, she had my sister and I, when she was 26 and 28, something like that. And that was old for her generation. I didn't have my daughter until I was 35. That is old. Like my first kid at 35, you know? So I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. It's just an interesting, you know, And who says, I mean, I could have a kid now if I really wanted to, I'm, you know, I'll be 43, but you still can, I still could, but I could, can, you should, just kidding, could, just have another one, Alicia, you know, you know, just take that, Manuel's like going to be 50, and, dude, I kid you not, when I used to work in Corte Madera, there were husbands way older than their wives and they literally had three-year-old children it's okay I, know, but I just think about like okay so <laughs> you just think like, about starting all over now if we had a kid now we're starting all over and like I think about too like and this is just me maybe I don't know but like <laughs> listen she's worked really hard at hot pilates to lose that body well there's that but um but like I think about okay so when my kid turns 20 if we were to have one now my husband would be 70 what are the odds that he would get to see his grandchildren if they have grandchildren you know I know we're all living longer and all of that kind of stuff I don't know but those are the kind of places that I go with it you know and like how is it to my kids I mean, I'm already tired and don't want to do a lot of shit with my kid and you know like it's, I don't know having another one is a whole nother you know I don't believe I believe that it's not you know like oh having two isn't any different than having one bullshit y'all are lying it's exponentially different in my mind you know like I've had women say that to me where it's like oh you know once you've had one it doesn't matter and you know you have another one and I've had women say that to me and I'm like yeah I don't believe you (laughs) so I was doing the math with my mom and my youngest sister my mom was 23 when she was done having children. <gasps> How old? Done? I think it was 23. I think I did the right the math right. I think I might know. No, 28. Lying. Sorry, I did do the math wrong. It's 28. 28. She had her first when she was 14. 
Oh, snow. Wow. So, if I did my math right <laughs> with my mother-in-law, I think there is nine siblings with the youngest being 35 and the oldest being 60. So now, if I have about to do a whole ass family tree because here, okay, so there's a, this is where I was kind of like I guess like I know we come from the same culture whatever like ethnicity but to me it was a freaking shock when he told me that he has an aunt in mexico who has had 25 kids 25 yeah holy motherfucking shit 25 and i was like there's no way i'm gonna give you 25 kids because we have how the hell did her body i am not shit (laughs) i can't it is so crazy all of those children survive like she legit Mm. 25 children running around. I'm not sure. But I believe so. I mean, she birthed 25 kids, but I'm not. That's incredible. I can't even imagine. It's a lot. It's just nuts. My grandma had seven. <clears throat> no. Okay, my grandma had 11 before them died. And it was, you know, obviously back in the day. Right. You know, when they wouldn't survive after what three months six months well medical interventions weren't what they are now yeah and it it, like my mom would have been at 10 i think but she had miscarriages in between some of us so yeah i don't know i mean i wouldn't i i always said that i wanted six kids three mine and three adopted i'm halfway there (laughs) I didn't want kids growing up. I didn't. I did not. And my cousin, one of my cousins is like, I still cannot believe you had two because you were so like <laughs> adamant that you did not want kids. And here I am. So with two kids, with two kids and wanting another one. No, thank you. I'm done. I think I'm done. I think um, I already told Danny, you know, I think it's time. <laughs> Tomorrow you're going to be like, I think I want another. No, honestly. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. It goes back to I got raised with. I got raised with believing that postpartum depression was not a thing because I like every Hispanic in my head. It's like I don't have time. To lay down or just dwell when I have another living. Kid that depends and needs me, but now I feel like if I was to have another one and experiencing depression in general, I'd done. done so it really myself. sucks because I had to deal with that with Athena. And it sucked because, again, my mother, Hispanic mother. Ah, that's all in your head. Yeah. You're fine. In, in my head, I was like, I'm, I don't have time for that. But like, I feel like what I did not deal with them and like dealing with depression now and adding another one to me doing everything i'm fucking good i'm good i'll Have just weld out at my third on my fucking 40s at the club <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> all right well we would like to thank alicia so much for coming and joining us on our amazing podcast thank you so yes, much alicia for you. joining us Thank you so much for having me. We might ask you to be on it again. 
Or we might just create another podcast with us three. <laughs> Reels. Just be like, las chismosas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed your time with us. I did. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to being on our second episode. <laughs> Cheers in Spanish. We want to thank Alicia once again for joining us. It was a really good topic and discussion. I really appreciate it. Um, we had technical difficulties uploading episode uh, two. And with that being said, the episode would have been two hours long if I would have put up the entirety of the recording. And who wants a two-hour episode? Mm, Manny doesn't. <laughs> um. So, yes. Yeah, so, I guess this is me letting you guys know pretty much. Thank you guys for listening this deep for part one of episode two. In episode two, part two, we get down in the topic of growing up in a Latina household, toxic environment, whatever you name it, growing up Latina in a toxic family environment. And uh, we both talk about the relationship we have with our siblings and what we can do and wish we could do different and so forth and so forth, whatever. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But we want to thank you guys so 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 much yet again i can't thank you guys enough for bearing with us but just know that if you think that episode two part one was good wait till you get to episode two part two that if y'all like the tea that's the tea so once again thank you so much alicia for joining us um and we love the feedback once again we love the feedback please let us know what you guys want to hear more about if you guys want to hear us speak more spanish if you guys want less like let like not longer episodes i don't know the length of our episodes longer shorter less more you know we love the feedback we totally 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 love the feedback so please make sure to follow us on our social media and our social media as far right now is only instagram senora period pero period no period tanto el podcast i know it's a little bit long but we're trying to figure out what works best our name is a little long um yes thank you so 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 much once again we love to hear the feedback thank you guys for bearing with us and we'll see you guys next wednesday for episode two part two and also um you guys are gonna realize that the dates are a little off you know but while well, we're talking about it because once again like i said was not planning on making it a part two but it was too long and the discussion like i said it was is really good it was really really good so did not want to get rid of that can't wait once again thank you guys so much and we'll see you guys next week for once again episode two part two bye